name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. With no further ado, please put your hands together for Trish Perry. Trish. What I want to talk to you about today is failure. And most people don't feel real comfortable with that topic. Who here remembers the 1989 comeback song for Cher, If I Could Turn Back Time? So. I've mused about that sometimes, thinking, you know, if I could, would I? And I, I could tell you about all my hardships and adversities and failures. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't turn back any of it because what it did was it taught me things and it, those failures changed my life in really amazing ways. So I wouldn't turn back time. And actually, I'm going to share one of my biggest failures with you. So talk about being memorable, here we go. Imagine it's about 20 years ago and it's 3 a.m. in the morning at Target headquarters. We are launching Target.com on the Amazon platform in four hours. I've been up for mm, 26 hours is not a stretch uh, and took a few naps but very little sleep. So you know how well we do when we have little sleep. So at about 3.05, I got this email from Amazon and I thought, oh, you know, this is the biggest project that we have ever done. The reason that we went with Amazon is because, as our technology partner, is because they had the best search engine and they had the best review engine. So I get this email and it says, dear Trish, we will be launching on time without search. Excuse me? We partnered with you because of search. And you're telling me we're launching without search? I mean, so how many people here use a search engine when they go to a retailer, right? It's like 90% use the search engine, right? So I send this email to my boss and just ranting and raving about it using a few choice words, just pissed off as hell. Hit send, my heart stopped and raced at the same moment. Can anyone guess why? <laughs> because I hit reply, I didn't hit forward and I didn't send it to my boss, I sent it to Amazon and now it's in the ethernet and in about 20 seconds, I'm gonna get a call. No, no, 
let's change that because this is literally where my brain went. Amazon's gonna call, they're gonna be pissed, they're gonna cancel the launch, I'm gonna get fired, I'm gonna be homeless, I'm gonna be living in a van down by the river. So that was my story. And my brain went there in a half a second. So I sat there literally paralyzed. What was I gonna do? I thought, I'm definitely losing my job on this one. So does that sound familiar to any of you? Have any of you had a big failure? Actually, we have all had a big failure and we've had the same one. We were all babies. And babies have to fail to be able to succeed. So you were born as a baby and you learned how to turn over. So, you know, if you have children, you've seen this, or nieces or nephews, they have to build the muscles in their stomachs and in their backs to be able to turn over. Once they do that, they go to crawling, then they go to pushing up, and then they go to walking. So has anybody ever seen a baby walk? So I call it the drunk baby walk, right? So they take one step, fall down, get back up, take another step, fall down, get back up, take another step, and all of a sudden they're running, right? What are we doing in the meantime? We are cheering them on to fail again and again and again and again. Only they're not just failing, right? They are learning and they're trying again. They're failing, learning, and trying again. They have to figure out, okay, where is my center of balance? How do I move my foot forward? And it's such an interesting thing that we are born a trial and error species. That's how we're born. Yet, when did failure become a bad thing? When did failure become fatal? Because, I don't know about y'all, but if you worked in any organization, failure is not on any of your goals and objectives, except for maybe not to fail. Society does not accept failure. So we're gonna be talking about failure and I'm gonna invite you to do three things. I'm gonna invite you to be open, honest, and curious. I'm gonna invite you to consider the alternatives because failure is not a great thing to talk about. So it might, you might shut down, but I'm gonna ask you to, be, to consider the alternatives. And then at the end, we're all going to redefine failure. So I'm gonna invite you to do all of that. So what do we need to do before we redefine failure? We need to look at the definition of failure. So what words, obviously I've bolded them, so those are the words that stand out to me. What are the words that stand out to you? Pardon me? Omission, deficiency, failure, lack of. I don't know about any of y'all, but I don't like that definition and I don't ever wanna do this. I never wanna fail. And our brain and our bodies also don't want us to fail. So let's take a little bit of time and talk about brain science. When you fail, your brain sees that as danger. 
What happens when your brain sees something as danger? Cortisol, your limbic system kicks in and you develop cortisol and adrenaline and it's coursing through your body, right? Then where do you go? Most people go into fight, flight, or freeze. What does fight, flight, or freeze look like in failure? If you're in fight mode, you blame people, you blame a situation, but it's not your fault, right? Because I'm in fight, flight, or freeze. Flight, I'll give you an example. I got home from work one day, my living room end table was shattered, and my kids were standing there with their mouths agape. And I said, what happened here? We don't know, and they ran up the steps. Did I ever find out? No, not until they were in their late teens did I find out what had happened, and we won't go into that story. Uh, but, and then the freeze is what happened to me. Just sitting in front of my computer thinking, what have I done? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna be living in a van down by the river. So we go into fight, flight, or freeze, but you need to get out of that to, do, to truly fail fearlessly for success. So we're gonna go through four different examples of where inventors did exactly that. Some of these you're going to know, and some are gonna be a surprise. So who doesn't know about the post-it note and the big failure that was? So the post-it note was supposed to be the adhesive on the back was supposed to be a really strong bonding adhesive. Didn't work. The scientist who invented it was called Mr. Persistent by all of his peers because he wanted to find a way to use this adhesive. Didn't work. Then a friend of his, Art Fry, came by and said, God, I, I don't know what to do. I'm in this choir and my bookmarks are falling out constantly. Remember that adhesive you made? Can we make bookmarks? So they got together, they made bookmarks, thus the post-it note was made. They gave a pack to everyone in 3M and it was the most successful launch they've ever had. Bubble wrap. Does anybody know about this failure? Did you know bubble wrap is actually a failure of a wallpaper? So in 1957, two inventors tried to create textured wallpaper. They put two shower curtains together, sent it through a heat press, and what happened? Those huge bubbles. The inventor brought it home, and his five-year-old started popping the bubbles and having a great time. So he thought, you know, I should probably patent this because there's probably a use for it. So he patented it, and four years later went to IBM and said, we have a solution for shipping your computers that break all the time. Thus, the shipping industry completely changed with bubble wrap. Slinky. The slinky was meant to keep ship equipment stable. And what happened was this was a failure. And the scientist was walking by and accidentally bumped it and it started doing the slinky walk instead of just falling to the ground. He brought it home, his wife Betty said, we have a huge toy here. Let's patent this, let's put it on the market. It's one of the most successful toys ever. And then finally, who doesn't know Oprah? 
She's one of the most ubiquitous people. She was fired from her job. She was told she was unfit for TV. As a consolation prize, she was put on a, a Baltimore TV show during the day with no viewership. They loved her. Eight seasons, created the Oprah show, 25 seasons. This woman is worth over $3 billion. All four of these were failures. And if these people hadn't said, okay, how do we make this a success? Our lives, we wouldn't have post-it notes, we wouldn't have bubble wrap, we wouldn't have slinkies, and God forbid, we wouldn't have Oprah. So what do you do if you do fail? Because we're all gonna fail. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask you to fail again. Because our friend, Albert Einstein said, failure is just success in progress. And it truly is. Failing again is an acronym. I'm not asking you to go out and purposely fail again. What I'm asking you to do is to do these four things. Now, what I'm gonna do is I am going to bring you through, remember, I'm sitting there just in freeze mode, right? So what I did was I focused on the facts. We're not launching with search. I wrote a shitty email. It's now at Amazon. What am I gonna do? I printed off a copy, ran to my boss's office to show her what I had done. Well, you know what? This is when it rains, it pours, right? So not only was my boss sitting in her office, so was the VP. And the president was right behind her. So I thought, shit, I cannot believe I have to do this. Went into acknowledgement. I gave her the email. I told her what I had done. It was in the ethernet. There was nothing we could do about it. And then I went into identifying lessons learned and ideas. I said, I am happy to call Amazon right here with you. Tell them what I did and then you can let them know that I'm being fired or whatever you want to tell them. And my boss said, you know what, Trish, no. It's not okay that, we are, that we're launching without search. We're not going to. We're not launching without search. It's not okay that you sent this email, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> so um, I took that and I said, I'm going to go to my team. I'm going to tell them exactly what I've done and show them what not to do. VP said, I'll do you one better. I want you to talk to all of Target.com. Tell them what you have done and learn that lesson. So guess what I did? Well, talk about failing to succeed on this exact example was on my review and I got an outstanding review that year. Would not have happened had I not failed after, fail after failing. So don't hide, don't blame, don't freeze. Think about this acronym. So the old definition, we don't like it, right? What is the new definition? The new definition is that it is a natural part of the human learning experience. The new definition is that it's an opportunity to take something that did not work and 
to find something positive out of that, to learn from it. What else would you add? If we're redefining failure, what else would you add? A necessity. Absolutely, it's a necessity. Anybody else? So, uh, Michael Jordan, who is unquestionably one of the best, if not the best, basketball player ever, redefined failure. And what he said is, I've missed more than 9,000 shots. 300 games, 26 times I've had to take the winning shot and I failed. You can read it yourself. But he says, I failed over and over and over again, and that is why I succeed. So I'm wishing all of us failure for success. So take that fear out of failure, because there are so many stories that are actually success stories from failure, and you can do the same thing. So I would love to talk to you after this. Failure is something I love to talk about, which Brad is called Magic Brad. Ma Magic Brad, please don't call me failing Trish. Um, but I would love to talk to you about failure. And with that, thank you very much. Thank you, Trish.